I'm just kidding. You're 10 feet away from me. I, I see you. I see you and <laughs> like I hear I'm you. I'm looking you in the eye. It was a joke. It was a goof. It was a good one. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to It's Not Friendship Island. My name is Brendan. I'm Sarah. And today we're talking about the finale of Love Island USA Season 5. Wow. Can you believe it's over, honestly? Um. Yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, I enjoyed this season a lot, actually. It was a lot of fun. More I than I was expecting to. I feel like it was just yesterday that we were sitting there watching the first episode of this and being like, why does it look like this? <laughs> yeah, why is it weird? <laughs> why does it make me feel yucky? <laughs> and doing our first infi after dark, and mm-hmm. now here we are again. It's after 10.30. dark. It's, <laughs> it's too late. I got to wake up in six hours, but we'll get it done for yeah. you guys. Hey, real quick, follow us on Instagram at notfriendshipislandpod. And follow us or subscribe to us on YouTube because um, so real quick before we jump into the episode, it's going to be a short episode because it's just a finale and nothing really happens in finales. But let me break down the roadmap for It's Ooh, Not Friendship a Island. Map. Yeah, it's we're kind of official. We're launching a uh, phase. We're, we're basically Marvel. <laughs> the cinematic universe yeah, is expanding. The, the infi uh, television universe. <laughs> It's expanding. <laughs> it's actually not. It's still just no, Love Island. it just does. <laughs> but uh, here's the plan. So this is Monday. You're listening to this on Monday or mm-hmm. in the Happy future. Monday. I hope your work week is great. Uh, yeah. I hope it starts <laughs> off good. Uh, tomorrow or Wednesday, we are putting out the interview that we're doing with Naja from Casa Moore from this season. Mm-hmm. We're very excited about that. Probably there is a poll on our Instagram right now or a, a prompt on our Instagram right now. If we have time, we'd like to ask her some user questions. Right. So if you have any questions for Naja, uh, find that on our story. Or just DM us. Or just DM us. Yeah. yeah. Any questions you have for Naja. Um, after that, we'll do a reunion episode if there is a reunion episode. Which we think there may be. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, but then we're going to take a bit of a break, probably a week or two. I don't know. kind of depends on timelines. Mm-hmm. But we would like a break, please, if but that's then okay. But we're, we're saying that now, and then we're going to be like, I miss our people. I know. I know. <laughs> but some big, exciting news. Uh, between seasons, before probably Love Island Game starts, which we are going to do a season about, mm-hmm. um, we're going to be posting episodes of... Older seasons, uh, Love Island look back, or Love rewind. Island retro rewind. I like rewind. Love Island rewind, if you will. I can't say that. Love Island rewind. Just say rewind. Rewind. There you go. They'll know you're talking about Love Island. It's this podcast. That's so true. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna like post one episode of some of our most requested seasons mm-hmm. to do. Uh, so we're probably going to do like one of Love Island season five. UK. UK. One of Love Island season three UK. One of Love Island season one. Australia. Australia. And then maybe another one. Yeah. Um, what we're going to do with that is we're going to have you vote on our Patreon, <laughs> which will be live when those episodes go live. 
Mm-hmm. And that's going to be on our Patreon. That's going to be the main perk on our Patreon, basically. Yeah, is going to be access to these um, recaps. Brendan hasn't seen any of these seasons, Mm-mm. so it'll be a fun look back for me. It'll be a totally new experience with fresh eyes for him. And we're going to vote on what season we're going to do first on the Patreon once we get it all going. Um, but we're going to hopefully recap everything um, as we go, all of the se- all of UK, USA, and Australia, given enough time. Right. Uh, so we're kind of leaning towards staying ad-free as long as possible, and Patreon is a way for us to do that. We're not going to put anything that we're already doing behind a paywall. It's basically Correct. just extra content. You'll, this, this main podcast on seasons airing live will always be free. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we ever do put ads in it, the episodes on Patreon will be ad free. Um, just cause we don't really fuck with ads. <laughs> um, so yeah, Patreon soon with retro rewind, look backs, whatever you're we call it. You're doing it to yourself. You're making it a tongue twister yourself. I know. But everyone on the main feed will get all of kind of like the little you'll get like a taste of what those recaps will look like because mm-hmm. we'll have them all come out in between now and games, which we obviously can't wait to do. Right. Whatever the fuck it ends up being, we're excited for it. Exactly. Um, did I say everything we were supposed to say? Uh, go ahead and rate and review us five yes. stars if you would. We really appreciate it. It helps us so much. Yes, tremendously. Okay. Shall we go? We shall go. So our finale episode opens right after the last dumping. The Dunton. The the Dunton. And we have our final four couples together. We see their last night. There's not drama that happens here. We see chats throughout of them talking about their journey. The same thing that always happens. Um... And in the morning, I believe the first text that happens is Cassie and Leo for their date. Yes. Yep. Yep. First thing in the morning, everyone's still in bed. Yeah. It's so crazy because when we looked, we like when we looked as soon as the episode was up, we're like, let's just see how long it is. Because we I knew now from the preview that they were going to shove in these final dates. I was like, but. I bet they'll like speed through them and it'll be so fine. And then we looked at it and said it was an hour and a half. And we're like, oh, we're getting like full, full dates. then. Uh, yeah. So they get their um, text that they're going on the dates first. And they have like a hashtag about something. Love it's- is in the air and Love stay grounded. The- yeah. So uh, they go in a fucking helicopter. Woo. The budget is budgeting. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Love Island USA. The budgets kind of go crazy. That's yeah. one thing I am excited about with games because we have seen that Peacock is willing to front the money mm-hmm. on the challenges. Yeah, it definitely just all around. Even the villa. Mm-hmm. The, this villa is way nicer than the other villas. It's definitely different than the other villas. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And the, although I, I can't remember, did I post that TikTok on ours that showed like somebody showed like the behind the scenes of the mm-hmm. villa in UK and it was like this thing is just like a set. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. So there's like fake walls where there's nothing behind them. Yeah. Which is what you had like surmised. But 
Uh, this I'm one a does, surmiser. It's just kind of what you do. I'm <laughs> Mr. Surmiser. <laughs> I know when there's fake walls. What's that from? I'm Mr. Heat Miser. Yeah, what's that, Frosty? Frosty. Mm. No, uh, Rudolph? I don't know. They were claim. They were both like claymation, so I couldn't watch them. Yeah, they're both Rankin Bass Ma- type beats. What? They're the people who made them. I forget that <laughs> that claymation makes you sick. Yeah, it makes my tummy feel bad. <laughs> That's so funny. Just any stop motion, though, really. Um. Anyways, so we see Cassie and Leo go on their date via helicopter onto a sandbar. Onto a sandbar. That's kind of a sick location and everything for a date. That was pretty cool. And we were uh, we were in our Instagram live for this whole thing, which actually I forgot to mention. So thank you for everyone who joined oh, yes, the live. Thank you. It was a lot of fun as always. Um. So we were in our Instagram live, so we were talking through a lot of these. I think you actually have a better uh, memory of these dates than I do. Yeah. Do you want to tell me about this date? No. (laughs) Uh, We all know how that went last time. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Yeah, they said they love each other still. Yeah, they always have. They've said that for like the past week, so. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't think that there was going to be any juicy nuggets dropped here, but the location of the date was cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And who goes on a date next? Carmen and Kenzo? Uh, Carmen and Kenzo go on a date. Yes. It's also a beach, but th- no, this time it's a beach. It's it's not a sandbar. It's, it's not a, a sandbar. Beach. It's a beach. But how did they get there? They walked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no exotic form of no transportation. No. Mm. Um, and they had a, the, you know, like a little love seat inside mm-hmm. of a giant heart, uh, made out of flowers. And it reminded me of UK nine, Tasha and Andrew's eight. UK eight. Mm-hmm. I know. Right. Oh my goodness. I know. <laughs> UK eight, uh, Tasha and Andrew's date, which was basically mm-hmm. the same thing. But... It's so funny that you're, I don't remember you were talking about, I think Davide and Ek and Sue's date at some point recently. And I'm like, I don't remember any of those dates really none of them so <laughs> i'm glad that you do though yeah um <laughs> they say i love you yes they do because right before they go on this date carmen is in the dressing room with the girls and she's talking about if she's gonna say it or not and she's like oh i don't know if i want to i don't know if i'm gonna say it but kenzo was like itching to say it kenzo was like so in this last episode he is so hungry for commitment it's crazy mm-hmm. he was like yeah i should have brought a ring oh my mm. god well you probably left it in your shared apartment back in fucking phoenix oh my god <laughs> yeah lots of people in the lives who are believers of the conspiracy theory uh which you know maybe that's a thing who knows um but yeah their day was cute I liked the little, um, I liked the whole setting of it. All of the settings were like kind of cool. So the next one is Bergie, Bergie and Taylor. This one was kind of weird. This one was a little bit weird. It's basically like they got a park bench, but then they lifted it up 10 (laughs) feet in the air. They put some lights underneath it. And and then made it look like, um, kind of looked like something that would be on a Taylor Swift set on stage. (laughs) 
I thought it looked, part of me thought at first that it was the setting of, you remember when Mike and Imani went on their dates and it was in this like little gazebo-y type thing? I thought it was like part of that. Do you know what it reminded me of? Who, I don't remember what season it was, but Mm -hmm. someone drove a Ferrari across a bridge onto an island because there was Was a long bridge. Was that Tom and Sammy? Maybe. I don't remember. But there was a long bridge that they walked over, and I was like, is that the same bridge? (laughs) I think it was Tom and Sammy Mm. because it was that season's finale, and I know it wasn't Ron and Lana because I remember theirs. Fairly certain it wasn't Kai and Sanam. Who was the other finalist? Couldn't tell you. Oh, my God. Who was it? Why can't I? Oh, Tanya and Shaq. It wasn't them. It was not Tanya and Shaq. I think it was. I think it was Tom and Sammy. Yeah. I was <laughs> I was struck. Uh, I was remembering Tom today because you were talking about how small Marco's legs looked in yeah. the finale. It looked like he had little marionette legs. <laughs> But it reminds, there's something about some of these angles sometimes, because when we first saw Tom, we thought he had the tiniest <laughs> feet. There was something about the angle of it. It just kind of looked like they would sound like, tick, 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 He had like tick, doll tick. feet or something. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, back to Bergie and Taylor's date. So yeah, they're at this weird little lifted bench area yeah they had to like walk around from behind and like walk up a ramp just to sit on the edge that's and like have I, their legs f- swing off that's why i thought it was like the uh like the back of that weird gazebo-y thing that they were at for the dates that mike and imani had i mm-hmm. don't know um but bergie brings out his like he starts telling taylor about the letters that um, he writes for his future wife. Okay, and yes, it's corny, but did I feel a little bad when I heard that the reason he did it is because when his mom knew she was sick, she, he wrote she wrote him letters to keep. Yeah. And did I maybe tear up a little bit? Maybe. Did you? Maybe a tiny bit. Oh, my God, but really? But then he started reading, and then I, it went away. <laughs> yeah, I was like, because he said at the beginning of this season that he had been, like, writing these letters for a while to his quote-unquote future wife. And when he started talking about this and he brought out this notebook, I was like, oh, my God, he's going to give her these letters. I was like, that's as good as being, like, you're my future wife. Right. But he doesn't. He's like, I'm just going to read you one. <laughs> so he reads it, and it kind of, like, describes – what he i guess like what he thinks that his life will look like with this you know hypothetical person mm-hmm. and afterwards he's like yeah so that's just kind of what i'm looking for <laughs> ridiculous and then he, she did not seem impressed no i know i was like is she like especially after like the backstory he gives to the whole thing mm. and what it's about i expected her to seem like i wasn't expecting her to cry but i thought we'd like see some emotion brought out from this but we don't really yeah um but he does ask her afterwards if she will be his girlfriend she says yes and the distance thing is not important anymore i know and we forgot to talk about we talked about this in the live but we forgot to talk about it last week because i didn't think of it at the time but their whole thing about the distance like Earlier in the season, Bergie had said that he would move for his person. And he said this unprompted to, I think, Carmen, but I don't even remember. No, it wasn't. 
Uh, maybe it was Anna. It was like somebody very early on who was like not at all interested. And he was like, listen, I'm willing to go wherever you want me. Right. And then, you know, obviously we saw Grandberg shake his confidence quite a bit. But I was surprised that he was no longer willing to move for his person. Either that or that's him saying that maybe Taylor isn't my person. Mm-hmm. And at the same time as them, we also see Hannah and Marco go on their date. And you're going to have to lay this one out because I don't remember a goddamn thing. I think I remember them walking down some stairs. Maybe that was the whole date. But I do know that Hannah looked beautiful. She was in like this very, very fitted pink dress. Yeah. And Marco was in a black denim jacket. Oh, yeah, he was. Um, They walked upstairs into the gazebo that I think you were talking about. Oh, gotcha. You've got to reuse the gazebo if it's you've a, got it. You get a good zeeb, you're going to want to use that as much as possible. <laughs> a good zeeb? Is that what you, you said? you got a good zeeb. And when you see a good zeeb, you know it, right? Yeah. That's A lot what of people have zeebs, but how many good zeebs do you have? You know what I mean? Uh, good zeebs sound like something that like people <laughs> in the 50s would say when they're surprised. <laughs> good zeebs! <laughs> Like Gadzooks. Yeah. Was there, there were no surprise declarations here, right? They've been saying, I love you for a while. I think they, they became boyfriend and girlfriend, right? Yes. So yeah, cause they weren't, but they had already been saying, I love you. Um, so at this point, which is, um, Hey, being boyfriend and girlfriend is a much bigger step than saying, I love you. Well, this was like shades of Tanya and Shaq because they said, I love you three days in and mm. then weren't even exclusive. <laughs> Goobers. They were so ass backwards. They're still together, though. Can't fault them. In the end, it worked out for them, at least. As long as they're happy. As long as both of them are happy. Absolutely. Um, And then they go back, and we have our... They have their final night. Everyone fucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Everyone fucks. Well... Probably not Carmen and Kenzo. He's not because that that's kind of not guy. how he was raised. <laughs> He's a gentleman. He doesn't want to upset Carmen's dad. Um, and the next day, in the morning, we see the girls get ready to leave because they are going out to do their dress shopping. And I saw Hannah try on a dress first, and I like loved her. And it was a green one, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Ooh, yes, that is perfect. Hannah should wear that one. It is not the one she chose." Um, but after the girls do a little bit of dress shopping, and I think the only one who we see try on a dress, and then that's the same one that they wear, I think was Taylor. Yeah. I think. And while they're there, the boys are writing their speeches, and we see the girls working on theirs as well. Um, which, you know, did I want to fast forward? Uh, between another uh, from another 60 frames per second montage (laughs) i know them smiling and and looking at each other and writing that's so interesting (laughs) i'm glad this episode's an hour and a half do you remember uh in australia when we found out that jordan was illiterate yeah he couldn't like he got a text about going on a date with stella to squash grapes and he like couldn't read it yeah (laughs) i'm not here to judge anyone for being illiterate but it is funny sometimes. I really liked Jordan. He was a character. Yeah. Here's hoping he's on game. I'm sure we'll see him soon. Jordan and Callum are the two I would take. 
Oh my gosh. If Callum's there, <laughs> damn. Who's sick of hearing us talk about how badly we want Callum? Callum was the funniest Islander ever. Yeah, he's really up there. Well, you haven't seen all the seasons. Who knows who Not you'll yet. fall in love with? Subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> so after all that is said and done, we watch the boys come out first. All of the boys besides uh, Kenzo? Mm-hmm. Besides Kenzo are wearing these like crushed velvet like jewel tone uh suit jackets remember when we went suit shopping for your wedding yes and the coked out (laughs) salesman (laughs) kept trying to sell josh the the green the emerald green crushed velvet jacket he's like there's a hole in it but it's fine you'll save money it's you'll save money and we're like, hey, it's not no. It's and he's like, no, but it's that. it's fine. It's fine. There's just a little hole in it. It's fine. And no, wait, we didn't go there for Josh, did we? Because mm-hmm. we didn't even end up getting suits from that place. Yeah. But that's so funny. Yeah, I think about that guy all the time. Because you're like, oh, what? He's like, what color are the dresses? And you're like, oh, like a sage green. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I love that color. It's this one. It's and like this, like... right? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, kind of the color of your comfy blanket, which you mm. have back today. And I, indeed, I do. He is back with the com- Like, he had a good replacement, but he's back with the blanket that he prefers today. Mm-hmm. And he's extra cozy, are we not? Absolutely. <laughs> All is right in the world. And But when I saw Bergie come out and he was wearing the emerald green <laughs> uh, crushed velvet sapphire <laughs> i couldn't remember uh jewel toned colors at all in the live and i thought emerald was blue and we just heard my husband whisper from the other room sapphire sapphire <laughs> but bergie looked so good yeah he had a little bit of facial hair he got mm-hmm. a new haircut he was just like like i said he was like standing a little bit taller he was mm-hmm. like looking very confident i saw bergie and i was just like kind of taken aback by how good he looked mm-hmm. um so he was in the the green uh marco was in a black and Leo mm-hmm. was in blue is that right yeah with the velvet and then uh kenzo was just in like a full dark blue suit yeah and they all looked really good but i was and oh actually leo had the little hair rings yeah that johnny was wearing (laughs) Uh (laughs) uh-oh interesting choices very interesting (laughs) um cassie came out first she was wearing like a light blue dress with some cutouts she looked very good taylor came out she was wearing like a very very sparkly light pink number she maybe carmen came out next but anyways carmen comes out and she's wearing like a black dress but it's like it's kind of more like a um almost like a leotard yeah and then you like with like a twill like a meshy type of uh lacy tool isn't that that what tool is that's not tool no savvy (laughs) My wedding dress was mostly tulle, the bottom of it. Not the same. And that's different than... It's very different than what... That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's very different. (laughs) (laughs) But Carmen's was a very different vibe, I feel like, than the other girls. I don't know. To me, it was not very... Like, I... 
It didn't seem like it was right for the moment. No, because like those are like these Sarah and I mean, judging by the boys and their tuxes and everything else. But these whole like these whole things with the the vows or the the declarations of love, they're always very formal. And that yeah. didn't feel super formal. Seems like you'd wear to like um, a fun like mm-hmm. premiere or something. Ooh, a fun premiere. Yeah, but not necessarily something like serious. I don't know. It was like I mean, she was gorgeous because she's gorgeous. But... Of course. But no, I agree. It wasn't like a super super formal thing. Like, think, like, everyone else is usually dressed kind of like they're going to, like, an upscale wedding. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't wear that to a wedding. That's all. Maybe she would. Maybe she would, but she doesn't seem the type. True. (laughs) Kenzo, I don't think, would want her to. It's not how he was raised. (laughs) It it gave me, like, the feelings of something that somebody would have worn to, like, a Casa recoupling. And then after we saw somebody in it, we would then see three of the other girls wear it on different nights. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In USA, there's always so much clothes sharing. Um, anyways, then Hannah comes out. She's wearing a yellow dress. She looks amazing. She, she looks really good in yellow. I mean, Hannah's beautiful anyways, but she definitely looked the best that night to me. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yeah. Cool. So then they do their declarations. Uh, is there anything of note in any of these? Um, everyone kind of talked through the big stuff on their final dates. Yeah, everyone who said I loved you already said I loved you again. Right. Um, Marco was crying because oh, he yeah. mentioned his mom. She mentioned his mom. Yeah, it was really sweet. And again, for everyone who's like they're acting, I, I don't think he's capable of acting like that. I would be surprised to hear that Marco is a good actor, but maybe he is. Maybe. But he was crying. Yeah, it was sweet. Um, same thing with Bergie and Taylor. He wasn't crying, but no. she was like, your mom would be so proud. Yeah, which is very sweet. Mm-hmm. That was very sweet. But yeah, Hannah and Marcos definitely hit me in the feels a little bit. You know, I watch this show and I always want to believe in the love. So I can't help it with them. I kind of, I see it a little bit. Yeah, me too. But I also see, um, you know, potential of longevity for Carmen and Kenzo for sure. I mean, I remember in their speech, Kenzo is just like itching to like get this girl to marry him. Mm-hmm. My God, dude, there's like absolutely no rush. After their speeches are done, Sarah Hyland sits down with them. She talks with them about their final dates, about their speeches. And then, because this is not a live finale, and I wasn't even thinking about it until all of a sudden she was like, all right, let's do the winners. And I'm like, shit, right here, right now, just like this, just you guys. That seems a little (laughs) weird. but (laughs) But that's how they do it. So we find out that our fourth place couple... Is Carmen and Kenzo. Dang. We were shocked a little bit. Yeah, because like right before we're like, all right, well, it's going to be Bergie and Taylor will be Mm -hmm. fourth place because that's what makes the most sense. And then after that, everything, truly everything felt up in the air for me past that. Yeah. So I was like, whoa. I think there's a lot of Carmen and Kenzo haters. Yeah, there are. I mean... They weren't a favorite of mine, but I saw a lot of people in favor of them. So I guess I I am really surprised, even though, like, obviously I didn't vote for them. But maybe it's a lot of conspiracy theorists. I guess. Yeah, they were. I think they were probably they fell victim to a lot of that, Mm -hmm. Um, whether it's true or whether it's not. 
people watching this show do not like to feel like they're being duped. Right. <laughs> do you know what I want to see? I know like we like to make suggestions on what people yeah. should do. They need to have more negative votes. Oh, oh, you'll when we go back to watch some of our seasons, you'll see a little bit more of that. There used to be um I want more least favorites. Um I'm tr- yeah, I think that you will see possibly a little bit of that. You'll see the old Twitter challenges, which were ways that the Islanders learned some very unsavory feelings really? that the public had for them. Oh, yeah. That's you'll exciting. Get- <laughs> you'll see the medieval version of Love Island and how it became what it is today. I can't wait. Yeah. But I agree. Um, sometimes you really want people to know when you're not vibing with them. Mm-hmm. A Twitter challenge would have opened some eyes for Carmen and Kenzo. That's for sure. But also just those regular favorite couples challenges. Those can be very eye opening. Consider the fact that we had two real three, four real couples go home in the last season of UK while Scott sat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Scott and whoever the fuck he was with at the time. It didn't matter. Scott stayed sitting he wasn't even up for elimination on any of those so sometimes just the regular old favorite couples challenge could be pretty telling yeah true very true um so there are fourth place couple our third place is bergie and taylor which made sense mm-hmm. oh also it's <laughs> worth saying and somebody else in our live said this as well kenzo looked kind of pissed slash disappointed i don't know he looked a little bit sour about fourth place and it was giving uh shades of tyreek coming Uh, in fourth (laughs) yep absolutely (laughs) all right and then we had our top two we had cassie and leo and marco and hannah and it felt very much like a toss-up for me it was truly i had no idea which way it was gonna go i've seen a lot of love for both and both couples had somebody in the couple who was, uh, I won't say universally, but pretty disliked by the public. You know, people do not gel with Marco. Like, the viewers do not like him. And we're included in that to some extent. Well, at least me. Um, I can't speak for you. And people definitely have an issue with Leo after what happened. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm in the camp of I just don't want him to win. I, you know, Cassie choosing to be back with him. I don't even see that big of a problem. People make mistakes. You know, like that's the thing, right? People make Mm -hmm. mistakes. I just don't want him to win. So I could have truly seen it going either way because at that point you're like, people are either voting for Hannah or Cassie. Right. I think, um, yeah, and to me, Cassie was never like win winnable material. Oh, really? I she was love always Cassie. entertaining, but she was a main character in this show. Hannah wasn't because Hannah found it early. I guess I don't know. I guess so. And Hannah was just like she was always. She had like one little tiny bit of drama mm-hmm. back in Casa when she was talking right. shit about Cassie, but other yeah. than that. And honestly, it was true what she was saying. And that's the thing. Like, she's never had a bad take on the show. She was only ever supportive of everyone else. Mm -hmm. She knew when to talk and she knew when to shut the fuck up. I think some of it is editing, though, for sure. Because while I think Carmen looked like a busybody, 
I can't imagine Hannah was saying nothing. I'm sure she wasn't saying nothing, but there was no way she was saying as much as Carmen was. Sure, and it was yeah. just like even like annoying stuff. Like I was annoyed when Leo and Cassie finally got back together mm-hmm. and they're doing like cute stuff in the morning by the coffee maker. <laughs> right. And then Carmen just like walks up and she's like, I just want to get my coffee. I was like, <laughs> shut up, dude. I, I'm getting annoyed by watching them being all lovey-dovey, but this is more annoying. <laughs> yeah, I really liked Cassie. I wouldn't have been upset for her to win, but again, it's for me, I just need to break the curse. Right. I need to break the curse. And we uh, did. Hopefully we did. I mean, it's not a Love Island USA curse. Mm-hmm. Or is it? Actually, I don't remember. But no, it wasn't. It was not. Um, but either way, then we have our winners. Hannah, Hannah and Marco. Marco. Yay. We were pretty happy with it. I know that... Um, I know that Marco's a douchebag, you know what I mean? I mm-hmm. know that, but they feel like a couple that I can root for. So, yeah. and then they still do the part in Love Island USA where they have to choose whether to take the money or split it. I was having a very hard time <laughs> saying what those choices actually were earlier, but yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Marco's the one who ends up opening the envelope that shows the 100K and he chooses to split it. So basically he chooses love, although obviously they get money too. But that's kind of, you know, God, I am itching for somebody to take the money, but I didn't want Marco to. Yeah. That would have been awful. Uh, Marco was wearing a solid gold uh, Rolex uh, oyster. (laughs) God. Don't forget the most important accessory. The shoes? No, is Italian lapel pin. Uh, yeah, on the wrong side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he of course he had that. <laughs> and if, you're, if you're wondering, Leo was wearing a Cartier San, uh, oh Santos with aftermarket. Nobody uh, was wondering that. Diamonds, no. <laughs> meaning it's worthless. It's... Nobody, maybe he got it from Harrison. Nobody was wondering that. And that's the end of Love Island USA Season 4. Five. Wow. How do you feel like this season might have been? I mean, do you think if Keenan and KK didn't get ejected when they did at the red wedding? Well, I guess when Keenan got ejected and KK followed, um, do you think that they had any chance of having no. like a redemption nope. and making it to the finals? No way. I think Keenan was so hated. And at the end, people were just like sick of KK for not seeing it. Yeah. Do you think any of it was like too harsh? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Unless I could see that, like maybe the producers are like, "No, you got to keep the door open. You got to keep the door open." Right. But you don't have to keep the your fly open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God, it's so hard to watch their social media because they really are so digging into the like us against the world thing. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to watch. Yeah. But anyways, back to the end of this season. How did you feel in total your first Love Island USA season? I really enjoyed it. It was fun, right? This was one of my... I've only seen, what, five seasons at this point? Yes, you've seen three UK, one Australia, one this. This is up there. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. 
I can't tell if we're just like loving the seasons because like we have fun doing this together, or right. like are the I mean, seasons it's, good? It certainly makes it easier. Yeah, looking- knowing that like you know I'm hanging out with one of my best friends talking about this show. So looking back though, I do think it's the seasons. The seasons have been good because season nine, even though looking back we did that together, not a good season. Yeah, if it weren't for Ekansu and Davide, that's, that's season eight. eight is what I meant to say. Oh. Yeah, no. No, you're right. Season 9. Who is in season 9? Ron and Lana. That's Kai and Sanam's uh, winning season. And, like, don't get me wrong. They're the winners of that season. But but they won because everyone else was insufferable. Everyone sucked. There was not, like, a ton of people in other people's camps, right? I don't think so. I mean, when I think back on that season, I just think about having to watch that one scene where Ron was talking to Rosie and I was having to pause every five seconds and write out exactly oh what he God, was saying. Dude. I know. <laughs> Miserable. Yeah. So that's it. We'll see you guys tomorrow or Wednesday. We'll see you guys later this week for our mm-hmm. interview with Naja. And then we'll post on our social media. Stay following us on Instagram and not Friendship Island Pod for notice on not only just the Patreon, but when we drop some of those um, those nuggets of our rewatches mm-hmm. or our rewinds, I guess. It's not a rewatch for you. Yeah. Anything else? No. Wow. It's been fun. It's USA. been real. It's been fun. And it has been real fun. It has. Oh, yeah. And we'll sprinkle the reunion in somewhere, too. Yeah. When it happens, you'll see it. It has been real fun. Cool. And then our next real season. Love Island Games is November Island 1st. Games. Hopefully, even though they will have been previous players, I still think we should do um, our first looks. Yeah, because I probably won't know most of them. You most likely won't know most of them. You probably won't see who ends up on it because you do not follow our own social media very well. Um, and I'll be able to drop some, you know info on you so we'll still do we'll still do that sometime before november 1st but i can't wait for love island games whatever it is i'm sure it's going to be fun right cool well thank you guys so much for listening again see you tomorrow or wednesday okay (laughs) bye. bye